Welcome to CTOs of Tomorrow, the podcast that brings together the brightest minds to explore the future of remote work and digital strategy. Join us as our host, Jonathan Desotel, Professional Services Sales Director at M-Files, uncovers smarter ways to work in the rapidly evolving remote environment. All right, well, thank you, Brad, for joining me. I'm Jonathan Desotel from M-Files. With me today is Brad Nickel from the Strickland Group. Brad comes from 20 years of experience with the Strickland Group most recently, is the Chief Executive Officer. So thank you, Brad, for being here today. Appreciate it. It's great to join you, Jonathan. So I thought today we'd have a little bit of a chat around what we're seeing with clients in today's age of working virtually, the ever-changing technology world that we live in, and specifically around what you're seeing with artificial intelligence. Maybe we could dive into that a little bit since it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of funny to think of AI as a new and leading technology, especially since it's been around since Skynet, <laughs> if you get the reference. But, yep. you know, really, it's a new technology that I think is changing the world that we live in. And I think the key is applying that technology appropriately. I'm not a big fan of AI in a car or plane or on my motorcycle. Not a big fan of that. But using artificial intelligence particularly combined with natural language processing, has been a game changer for many of my clients. Maybe you could kind of dive into that a little bit. It's funny when you mentioned Skynet, you know, the good and the bad of AI. When you say not a big fan in the car, I use Google Maps all the time. And behind that is just plenty of AI as well and analytics. So again, it means different things to different people. And there's a ton of applications that you just don't even think about in your day-to-day life. Yeah, sure. So. Yeah, particularly, I'm not interested in it driving, but you're right. <laughs> yes. the digital transformation is really quite good. So I think for me, what we've seen is if AI and natural language processing is applied properly to unstructured data, it makes that whole process of harnessing that unstructured content easy. And it is especially great for all that data that's found in documents and contracts and leases. So if you apply AI and natural language processing correctly, it has a huge benefit. And I think it has to do with exposing dark data and actually fundamentally changing how data is curated. What we see is historically, if you've looked at the data world, 30% of their data exists in databases, which is highly curated it's the best, highest value data. And then 70% lives inside of documents that are unstructured and therefore have less value, even though the data in them can be very important. So with AI and natural language processing, we can now fundamentally change and automate the curation process of this unstructured content by extracting from the document key pieces of data and metadata about the document. And so it fundamentally changes the world of exposing data that's found inside the document and make it available for business processes. Yeah, absolutely. Coming from a background of information governance and the world of discovery and preservation and document retention previous to joining M-Files, I'm always looking at this in the realm of how can we classify that data and then also be able to best manage the data lakes and the data swarm of terabytes on terabytes that clients are dealing with. How does AI come into play for you or for your clients of being able to manage any of that? The key here is that 
it provides a better experience for the customers from the standpoint of think of AI as an extension of your digital workforce. So your information workers keep training the AI tool in an ever-changing context of dynamic business practices. So the AI is a knowledgeable worker that's gaining from the collective knowledge of your entire workforce. And so it keeps your knowledge encapsulated and enables to allow those knowledge workers to automatically identify the type of document it is. And then correspondingly, based on the type of document, it can extract the data out of the document itself and find important pieces of information, such as contract terms for payment, invoice amounts, dates, etc. And the thing that's really important is this is not capture. The way that's historically done is formed documents and a capture process. This is much, much richer than capture because it can understand context. None of the contracts have to be the same. It's actually looking at the context of the language to find contract terms, etc., and gets that context and is trained. And then what you were saying about a discovery process, AI is extremely beneficial there. So we've seen businesses like merger and acquisition analysis where the AI is already trained. It's a knowledge worker about that kind of data if you're an M&A firm. It takes all that knowledge and then you can receive a data set from a third party of possibly a merger or acquisition that you're going to do. And you can point the AI at that and automatically have all those documents filled with rich metadata that helps you to arrive at understanding the nature of that acquisition and all the documents and contracts associated with it. So it's an extremely powerful tool for business processes. Yeah, I completely agree. When I speak to some of our professional services clients, from my background, I oversee accounting firms, audit, legal, and that sort of thing. A lot of them live on the billable hour. And the pushback we get often of dealing with metadata and wanting to classify all the documents is, oh, I don't want to spend the time in having to put all that data into it about the document. And the beauty with the AI is that it auto-populates the bulk of that and really eases the burden of that five seconds or whatever. I really couldn't agree more. One of the analogies that I use is, how interested would you be if for iTunes, you dragged in the file and then correspondingly had to type in the artist, the song, the genre, etc. With AI, we've automated all of that. So correspondingly, as long as the information can be found in the document or even in a queried lookup to supporting information, you can populate important metadata into the document automatically. And the newest versions of these tools allow you to understand the confidence level and be able to make some business decisions. Hey, once the AI is at a 95% confidence level associated with this data, then we're going to let it loose. And you can distinguish between what is human-entered data versus what is AI-entered data and be able to drive business decisions off of that as well. You know, you kind of get into a topic where part of it's an education level and a comfort level with clients of trying to understand, you know, what does AI mean? And you have machine learning, you have assisted learning, where it's partly human-assisted. Some of it is completely machine-driven. Being able to balance that or leverage both, really, to train the system and also to ensure that accuracy. It's a bit of a comfort thing, like I mentioned, for clients to understand. But as they start to see it, 
pick up automatically. It's like, oh, wait a minute. It gets it and it's able to classify that, yes, this is a NDA or yes, this is an agreement. This is an invoice. It's amazing. And like I said earlier, we do it in our personal lives, whether it's Netflix or Amazon or whatever. So it's trying to apply that more in the office. I love the latest things around PII data from the Mm -hmm. standpoint of being able to use artificial intelligence to run through all of your corporate documents, identifying those that, in fact, have been identified as having a social security number or a credit card number or whatever piece of information that you want, but also having the ability to have it enact a business process such as not only marking it that it has it, but changing the permissions as to who gets to see that document. That kind of artificial intelligence really leads to fulfillment of best business practices and compliance in to regulations and other kinds of compliance situations. Absolutely. You almost get into a little bit there with cybersecurity and being able to control the unwanted oops of a data breach where if somebody's got access to data that they shouldn't otherwise have, like PII especially, being able to control that better reduces the risk level for an organization dramatically. Switching gears a little bit, today's age and the last really 18 months of dealing with being virtual and everything, I wondered if you could speak to some of the challenges that you're seeing with clients as it relates to technology and managing their client relationships. I think for those clients that had already implemented a digital transformation process. I think all of us have been surprised at the liberation and freedom that has been provided by these systems to respond to changing business environments. And the untethering of the business from the workplace has been very easy for some. I had a client give me a call six months into the whole COVID pandemic and challenge. And she said, thank you for leading us through this digital transformation. Because everything that we've got, you've helped to enable a workflow process and digital automation such that it didn't matter that we all of a sudden got noticed that everybody was working from home. Now, sure, there was some IT things that needed to happen for enablement from an infrastructure standpoint, but a lot of people already had that done. It was, in fact, the digital transformation that made the difference. And with the addition of AI, That's made it even more seamless and more beneficial. It's allowed companies that thrive in the midst of a workforce that's naturally less focused on work due to current worldwide disruptions in the fabric of our society, the interruptions. It's nice that you have a digital artificial intelligence that's steady, eddy, and continues to perform even when there is crisis and the digital worker may be less in tuned as he's working through the business and distracted. And so it's helped unburden the workforce so that higher thinking can go on and be applied as necessary. Yeah, I completely agree. The competitive advantages that we've seen of clients that were either positioned or could quickly adapt to being truly digital and flexible with that has been pretty dramatic. And then we've been talking about digital transformation for quite a while, but I think certainly the last 18 months have helped spark that and then some. Absolutely. We're seeing clients that are able to distinguish themselves and that digital transformation now becomes a component of their distinctive competence. So the next step to that, what we've seen is really taking that internal digital transformation or adaptation to being virtual, to being able to interact with clients with it and customers. How are you seeing that interaction now that they can't really be in the boardroom together, 
having them hosted in their offices? I think it's a natural digital transformation evolution to once you've taken care of your own corporation, now then thinking about your interactions, your outward facing, your interactions with clients and with external business partners. Why not fundamentally in this process of engaging with your clients and engaging with other business partners, why not leverage AI and natural language processing and the exchange of digital information between a corporation and its business partners is the next round of transformation that is being addressed. It can be addressed and it's being addressed. And it takes that digital transformation one step further. So if I can dig out of the documents that I share with my client and the documents that I share with a business partner, extract the data, make that data available to both of us in a methodology where we can then exchange those documents and that data and have a much more integrated leverage work environment, that's really, really great. No, I completely agree. We have certain clients that believe in gone are the days of email soon enough. I'm a little bit more hesitant than that. 20 years ago, I remember us talking about the paperless office, and that's still yet to come, fully at least. I think we're a ways away from email being completely gone, but the personalization in today's age, especially with the pandemic, of just having your signature line be your brand isn't really enough. So being able to have that branded portal and even a co-branded portal of being able to interact securely, confidentially, and collaboratively with clients, I think is paramount. And then also, you know, whether it's third-party suppliers or really anybody that you interact with to try and share documents or collaborate with, I think we're seeing quite a bit of interest and, and a huge spike with that. I would agree. And the key about that all has to surround with making the standing up of those portals for distinct clients, separate and distinct, and for business partners, having that automated is a key. That's where, once again, we see some AI involvement from the standpoint of being able just to a system of record, your normal CRM or whatever, adding a client to that system of record. And then as a result of that, having the capabilities to automatically spawn off a new portal that's been templated and still very much have control over what content, even for that given client, what content is actually shared out to them is very, very powerful. So taking the whole back-end process and automating that makes this doable for an IT shop and takes care of all the headaches of setup and configuration. Yeah, absolutely. No, we're really excited to be able to partner with clients on this. And one of the big advantages, kind of piggybacking on what you were saying there, of duplicate the data. So not having it in multiple repositories, not having it in multiple spots, having version control issues, really just keeping one single source of truth securely within your infrastructure, but giving that access as you want it to be accessed, whether that's on a deadline of a week or a month, or letting them upload it and then be gone with that access. I think is a strong benefit for clients, but also a customer satisfaction advantage as well. There's nothing worse than when you're trying to send either whether it's FTP or by email, some large file and it's not getting through, or if you're trying to collaborate with something. So trying to make it as easy as possible for them to do that with you is critical for businesses today. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been amazed at the ability of these new tools to handle either simple or complex scenarios. So like you said, within the context of version control, 
I may be a firm that is sending a contract back and forth, and I just want the very simple version control. As I send it out, every time I send it out, I want a new version identified and tracked by the system. And then maybe I'm fine with it just incrementing that same version control number whenever the client sends something back. Or it can handle complexities such as I'm an architectural firm and now I have revision numbers that I have strict control over. I send the document out. I may want my own distinctive competency kind of version control implemented in and that can be done with these tools. It's very advantageous. Maybe touching a little bit more on how, as companies are trying to figure out the right technology stacks and trying to look into the future and figuring out how to mix everything, do you see challenges in where document management and where this portal discussion, where that kind of fits into being able to work with that at all? Or how do you see that with clients today? Really, I think the biggest surprise is that it's most of all that clients never dreamed that you could have that level of integration. They're so used to having to bop across various different tools. I got to grab this out of email. Why do we got to grab it out of email? Let's convert that into a watched email account and let's automate the ingestation of that. And then they're used to having to go through DocuSign maybe or some other signing thing to get something done. Well, those can be integrated. So the thing that we're finding that we're able to do is push the integration scenario with the client and being able to present a solution that allows both internal document control and sharing with their external resources to take place. And so usually since we're seeing these tools be able to handle both structured and unstructured content and having one view of the truth, one true version of truth. And in some cases, you've got to do master data management. That's required when you've got a bunch of database silos. But once you apply that kind of principles and techniques, we're seeing the adoption of this greater content control extremely desirable for our clients and very interested in taking it beyond their organization and into their relationship with their clients and their business partners. So kind of taking it almost full circle back to talking about AI to begin with, maybe building on that a little bit with what you just touched on with automation and with workflows. When I'm talking to clients about the ROI and how we can really bring efficiencies to clients, I think a lot of it, there's huge advantages to some of that workflow and automation component. Are you seeing increases in that or how do you see that with your clients? As a matter of fact, one of the things that we explain to our clients is digital transformation is a journey. It's not a one and done. We're not throwing something in here and doing a quick fix. This is truly about introducing a technology that fundamentally changes how you do business for the better. And so we sit down and we do these design workshops where we show them, it's like introducing a user to Excel and showing them the top 10%. You still got all this 90%, but they're just blown away with the 10% that you can show them. That's kind of the way it is in a digital transformation process. So once a user sees what they have conceived, then they can conceive more. And so we like to have a long-term relationship with our clients where we're showing them each step along the way, what's the next thing that you can do to automate. Let's get the minimum success case. Let's not boil the ocean. The minimum success case 
And with that, we can revolutionize the way that you do business and then build upon that. I love the concept of building on a series of small successes. And that's what we've been able to do with our clients. Fantastic. Touching on that a little bit more on where your clients are seeing priorities today, either in what they're focused on of developing or building upon, are there any sweet spots or real hot button issues today that we haven't touched on yet? It's always about data security and data control. We're seeing influences from standardization requirements like GDPR making their way in those kinds of regulations with regard to data, whether it resides in a database or in a document. So having tools that exposes all of that and allows you to manage it is very much in demand. Once again, it's also as an integrator, having the capability to add it into any of their applications. So we often will leverage some URL capabilities so that in Esri or any other third-party piece of software, we can embed links to the document management system so it can be leveraged as well. It is the integration of content management system with all of the systems that end up into a very significant change in capabilities and performance and advantages in ROI. One of the challenges I see with really at the end user, but especially even at the IT level of managing all these disparate systems, whether it's Teams or piece like Slack, Salesforce, shared folders, wherever all this data resides, and there's no interconnection to that, being able to bring that to bear for a client and really ease the burden of having the same document in multiple spots, even within Teams, you could have it in a dozen different channels. Having a tool that helps you with one source of the truth and everybody knowing that source of the truth is just huge. It cuts out so much of the waste that is associated with more arcane ways by which to conduct business. And I'm amazed when I introduced the new kinds of tools, how many people really had no idea that that existed out there. Were there any other areas that you wanted to touch upon today while we were chatting? I don't think so. I think there's a key amount of capabilities that exist when you incorporate these technologies. And so I think we've hit that gambit well. Artificial intelligence, natural language processing, and then the ability to do discovery against that set of data, regardless of where it resides, whether it's in a network file folder or in some database, and then being able to act upon it, I think gives very powerful tools. And our clients are having a greater level of success as a result of it and an ability to work collaboratively, either within their own organizations at home or with their clients and their business partners. So I see these tools as game changers for the industry. Absolutely. You kind of hit on something that reminded me of a post a, a former client of mine posted on social media yesterday asking if anybody had any tools for an organization to be able to auto-classify PII or PHI. So I replied, and I'm like, we've done that for that. Being able to crawl the systems like you touched on earlier and being able to identify all those documents that may have PII and either need to be considered for redaction if you're going to be producing it in discovery or also just to lock it down from access from anybody. It's definitely helpful. Yes, and the ability not only just to do for canned scenarios like this, but what happens when you come across a new opportunity as a result of legislation or new business opportunity and be able to set up to crawl your entire database looking for content 
with this kind of phrasing or this kind of information and it being able to leverage that for you. It's nice whether it's something that's already regulatory environment enforced and the flexibility to do in case anything else comes along. So that kind of flexibility is really, really powerful for an organization. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Jonathan. I sure have enjoyed our time together. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This has been a great chat. I look forward to speaking with you further about the digital transformation of some of your clients and very much appreciate you hopping on with us today. Have a good day. You too.